Hi, this is Puritans Read, where we read aloud great Puritan works, authors, and biographies. Today, episode 26 of The Rare Jewel of Christian Contentment by Jeremiah Burroughs. Roman numeral four. As contentment makes fit to receive mercy, so fit to do service. Oh, the quiet fruits of righteousness, the peaceable fruits of righteousness. They indeed prosper and multiply most when they come to be peaceable fruits of righteousness. As the philosophers say of everything that moves, nothing moves but upon something that is immovable. A thing which moves upon the earth could not move if the earth were not still. Objection. The ships move upon the sea, and that is not still. Answer. But the seas move upon that which is still and immovable. Nothing moves, but it has something immovable that upholds it. The wheels in a coach move up and down, but the axle tree does not move up and down. So it is with the heart of a man. As they say of the heaven, that it moves up and down upon a pole that is immovable, so it is in the heart of a man. If he will move to do service to God, he must have a steady heart within him. That must help him to move in the service of God. For those who have unsteady, disturbed spirits, which have no steadfastness at all in them, are not fit to do service for God, but such as have steadfastness in their spirits are men and women fit to do any service. That is the reason why, when the Lord has any great work for one of his servants to do, usually he first quiets their spirits. He brings their spirits into a quiet, sweet frame to be contented with anything, and then he sets them about employment. Roman numeral five, contentment delivers us from an abundance of temptations. Oh, the temptations that men of discontented spirits are subject to. The devil loves to fish in troubled waters. That is our proverb about men and women. Their disposition is to fish in troubled waters. They say it is good fishing in troubled waters. This is the maxim of the devil. He loves to fish in troubled waters. Where he sees the spirits of men and women troubled and vexed, there the devil comes. He says, there is good fishing for me. When he sees men and women go up and down discontented and he can get them alone, then he comes with his temptations. Will you suffer such a thing? He says, take this shift this indirect way. Do you not see how poor you are? Others are well off. You do not know what to do for the winter to provide fuel and get bread for you and your children. And so he tempts them to unlawful courses. This is the special disorder that the devil fastens upon when he gets men and women to give their souls to him. It is from discontent. That is the ground of all who have been witches and so have given themselves up to the devil. 
The rise of it has been their discontent. Therefore, it is noticeable that those upon whom the devil works to make them witches are usually old and melancholy people, and women especially, and those of the poorer sort who are discontented at home. Their neighbors trouble them and vex them, and their spirits are weak, and they cannot bear it. So upon that the devil fastens his temptations and draws them to anything. If they are poor, then he promises them money. If they have revengeful spirits, then he tells them that he will revenge them upon such and such person. Now this quiets and contents them. Oh, there is occasion of temptation for the devil when he meets with a discontented spirit. Luther said of God, God does not dwell in Babylon, but in Salem. Babylon signifies confusion, and Salem signifies peace. Now, God does not dwell in spirits that are in a confusion, but he dwells in peaceable and quiet spirits. Oh, if you would, free yourselves from temptations, labor for contentment. It is the peace of God that guards the heart from temptation. I remember reading of one Marius Curio, who had bribes sent to him to tempt him to be unfaithful to his country. When he was sitting at home at dinner with a dish of turnips, and they came and promised him rewards, said he, That man who can be contented with this fare that I have will not be tempted by your rewards. I thank God I am content with this fare. And as for rewards, let them be offered to those that cannot be content to dine with a dish of turnips. So the truth is, as we see clearly, that the reason why many betray their trust, as in the service of Parliament and the Kingdom, is because they cannot be contented to be in a low condition. If a man is contented to be in a low condition, and to go meanly clothed, if God sees fit. Such a one is shot free, you might say, from thousands of temptations of the devil that prevail against others to the damning of their souls. Oh, in such times as these, when men are in danger of the loss of their wealth, I say, men who have not got this grace are in a most lamentable condition. They are in more danger for their souls than they are for their outward possessions. You think it is a sad thing to be in danger of your outward possessions that you may lose everything in a night? But if you have not this contented spirit within you, you are in more danger of the temptations of the devil to be plundered in that way of any good and to be led into sin. Oh, when men think thus, that they must live as finely as they were wont to do, they make themselves a prey to the devil. But for such as can say, let God do with me what he pleases, I am content to submit to his hand in it, the devil will scarcely meddle with such men. There was a notable saying of a philosopher who lived on mean fare. As he was eating herbs and roots, Someone said to him, 
if you would but please Dionysius, you need not eat herbs and roots. But he answered him thus, If you would but be content with such mean fare, you need not flatter Dionysius. Temptations will no more prevail over a contented man than a dart that is thrown against a brazen wall. Roman numeral six. The sixth excellence is the abundant comforts in a man's life that contentment will bring. Contentment will make a man's life exceedingly sweet and comfortable. Nothing more so than the grace of contentment. I will show how it brings comfort in many ways. Number one, when a man has, he has in a kind of independent way, not depending upon any creature for his comfort. Number two, if God raises the position of a contented man who is low, he has the love of God in it. It is abundantly more sweet than than if he had it and his heart was not contented. For God may grant a discontented man his desire, but he cannot say that it is from love. If a man has quieted his spirit first and then God grants him his desire, he may have more comfort in it and more assurance than he has the love of God in it. Number three, this contentment is a comfort to a man's spirit in this that it keeps in his comforts and keeps out whatever may damp his comforts or put out the light of them. I may compare this grace of contentment to a sailor's lantern. When a sailor is at sea, no matter how much provision he has in his ship, yet if he is thousands of leagues from land or in a route where he will not meet with a ship for three or four months, He will be in a sad state if he has no lantern on his ship, nor anything by which to keep a candle alight in a storm. He would give a great deal to have a lantern, or something that might serve instead of one. When a storm comes in the night and he can have no light above board, but it is puffed out at once, his state is very sad. So many men have the light of comfort when there is no storm, but let any affliction come, any storm upon them, and their light is puffed out at once. And what can they do now? When the heart is furnished with this grace of contentment, this grace is, as it were, the lantern, and it keeps comfort in the spirit of a man. Light in the midst of a storm and tempest. When you have a lantern in the midst of a storm, you can carry a light everywhere, up and down the ship, to the top of the mast if you wish, and yet keep it alight. So when the comfort of a Christian is enlivened with the grace of contentment, it may be kept alight. Whatever storms or tempests come, still, He can keep light in his soul. Oh, this helps your comforts very much. This concludes episode 26 of Jeremiah Burroughs, 
the rare jewel of Christian contentment.